that's when, of course, once they like have you, that's when it started getting weird. And so I say the thing about losing the baby of like, he knew all that mm -hmm. and still was pressing to like steal my money, basically. Hey, and thanks for coming back to Please Don't Tell Anyone. I'm Molly Clark, your host, and this is the podcast where you hear unexpected stories by ordinary people. I go and blind to all my interviews so that I can hear the story firsthand, just like you. Please don't tell anyone. I said, please don't tell anyone. Don't tell I said, them, please yeah. don't tell anyone. Please don't tell anyone. Don't tell I said, them, please yeah. don't tell anyone. I said, please don't tell anyone. Don't tell them, please. Yeah. You are Candace. Yes. Um, I'm going to read your submission. I am the person that has a million stories. Actually, I don't, I just realized an even more obvious don't tell anyone story. I was scammed by a fake job during the pandemic, which inspired me to write my book with my co-author. Combined, we have lost over $100,000 from two shitty employers. It's embarrassing, but I also want the guy who scammed me most recently to be exposed. I know at least two of his past aliases. That's you? Yeah. That's fascinating. You have your book here. Yeah. I'm not like a book promoter or one of those podcasts, but this is pretty cool. That yeah, and I'm not book. really either, but it's my first book and it's relevant to the topic. Oh, totally. And I would flex it all over the place. It's called Big Rich Money, How to Turn Your Business Intentions into a Profitable Company. So, I mean, I don't, well, I was about to say, don't take this offensively, <laughs> but it's kind of ironic that you got scammed, right? Yeah. Because yeah. your whole thing is how to get money. Right. It took the money. Right. It, I guess it took kind of like I had some stellar examples. So the first way that I lost money was um, it wasn't really a scam. Like the company just w was bad at business. So yeah. even though they had. Um, well, so take us back. What do you do? Oh, I had worked with my um, co-author, Katja. We had worked together on a client that was based in Finland that was an astronaut training app. Okay. And it had a lot of funding. This was in 2017. So um, they had a lot of funding. Like I know at one point, like I think one person gave them 10 million. Wow. Because um, it was going to be, they really had real curriculum from NASA. And the whole pitch was it was going to be democratized astronaut training. Like mm -hmm. even if you're from like Croatia, which doesn't have like a space program, you could still. So it's anyone can become an astronaut. Yes. Using our even if you're not American or Chinese or Russian. What were you and Katya's job? Um, like, why were so you she was all? like the CMO and then she brought me on. Of that company? Of the Yeah, astronaut? she was hired as a CNO, CMO, but I knew her from, cause she, um, she is Finnish, but she had lived in New York. Okay. Um, so we met way back in 2009. So she brought me on to be like a content marketer, I guess. Or like, so I was a front page editor at Yahoo, um, which my job was to like curate the headlines and pick the images. So when you went to yahoo.com for, for the news, so you'd be like, oh, interesting news story. Like try to get the clicks, you know, like um, for breaking news. So. When a celebrity died or... That was you. Yeah. Wow. I would say... The woman I think behind the cliff. My favorite headline of all time was, um, I said something like, cannabis company sees high returns. And I was like, oh, I wish like I could tell someone that that was me. So that was a pretty cool job. So then Katja said, hey, I have this. What we're trying to do is we want to make a space lifestyle magazine because they what they wanted to do was kind of... Um, be appealing to people who are not space nerds. Okay. 
So normal people, um, hey, what about this astronaut training? Could improve my life mm -hmm. because I'd be doing all this like fitness, cognitive, whatever the heck astronauts mm -hmm. do. I actually didn't do it. But <laughs> and what were your expertise? Why were you being brought onto this? Um, I think just because um, I do not have space expertise, if that's what you're um, No, but were you going to be on the marketing side of it? Were you gonna be yeah, the, the marketing side. side so um, Katya was on the first ever um, marketing team for Nokia. Okay. So they would go around and say like, hey, we got this thing. It's called a cell phone. And people are like, what? I do not need a phone in my pocket because I have one in my house. So there's phases in new products where you have to um, kind of show people their need. Like now we can't imagine life without a cell phone, yeah. right? But like when it first came out, people were like, what is this for? The idea was to make all this content around like Being an astronaut. how space influences fashion, how space influences food, like space research. Okay. And she was really into this. Um, she's just a stellar marketer. Okay. So it turned out they did not have like a sustainable business model, which is something we tell you that you need in, in our book because we saw that. Really, this you make the same mistakes to... Um, burn through $10 million of investment or $10,000 of investments, like the same yeah. issues business-wise. Just a different scale. Yeah. So we basically ended up losing money there because we we kept working. Um, they were like, yeah, like we're waiting for this next donation to come through. So we're like, okay, like I'll work another month for no pay. So it just added up. Like we, we didn't see that it was going towards bankruptcy. Got it. So that wasn't a scam. But did you two individually lose money there or did, but the, the company lost money there? I was owed about $24,000 of unpaid work. And I also went to um, a launch, a space, a launch, space launch. It Like I paid like some stuff mm -hmm. that I thought would be reimbursed. And never was. In um, JFK, Cape, Cape Canaveral. Okay. So I definitely wouldn't have done that because I was pregnant with my daughter. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I wasn't yeah, a yeah. solo vacation to yeah. a space launch. Like, I thought it was, like, kind of an assignment. If you were in charge of that and you're watching this, <laughs> yeah. she's getting her money back. Right. Right. And Katya also lost a lot of money because besides her unpaid salary, she put a whole influencer trip to Iceland, like, on her personal credit card. Mm. So she's probably, I don't, I don't even know how much she's owed. More than me. So a few years pass. We're still in touch. And then she gets this other opportunity, the job swindler, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, so this person, he, he said that he had, he was starting this company. It was for indoor air quality. Okay. And so he. This was at the start of the pandemic? This was. Or before the pandemic? Because I was going to say, that sounds like it would have been booming. Right. So Yes. This was, say, summer. So during the lockdown, but the summer, summer part. Summer 2020. So early lockdown. Yeah. Okay. So let me just tell you what the business is. Because, it again, not a bad business idea. Mm -hmm. Just not executed properly. Um, it's going to be this company that they assess the indoor air quality by testing the off-gassing of things like indoor paint, um, your furniture. Like, all this stuff has chemicals in it. Mm -hmm. All this, like... MDF wood and stuff and um, he had these two scientists who were legit scientists they were brothers and they were retired age uh -huh. but they believed in this project so it was their lab also the scientists had invested I believe about 600 or 700 thousand euros which is it, what in dollars I don't know I feel like it's something like like 900 thousand it's I want to feel like the conversion rate is something along the lines of like 1.67 or something oh, like that. Okay. So 
a lot. So it's, these guys get swindled. Too, a lot the of brothers. Money. Yeah. So I mean, they, it was really their money, but um, so they have this lab, um, and then they are trying to get clients. So what they want to do is like get like furniture builders mm-hmm. or or anybody that anything to do with indoor, because yeah, like like you said, like. We, we spend a lot of our time indoors. You don't even think about, like, this table could be causing me headaches or mm-hmm. or health issues. Um, you know, I'm, it's not something that I, like, live in fear of. But, like, if it can be better, like, cool. Yeah. You totally. know? Or if you could have some kind of certification that's, like, this baby crib doesn't have off-gassing. Yeah, I'd be like, great. yeah, I'll buy that one. Totally. Certified for the air quality. And um, so that was what the proposition was. And then what they wanted me to do, again, was kind of make, like, a, a magazine that would... Kind of like, what was the one that he kept referencing? Some kind of architectural design magazine that he wanted to be like the rival of. So for people to read these articles that would be in the magazine around design and indoor air quality and how like it's important to think of and like kind of build this community of, um, I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing an architect would care about, but um, (laughs) or like an interior designer. Like, you know, to make it a thing. Yeah. Like, this is a thing now. Like, we didn't used to care about carbon footprint, but now, like, we know about it, and it's a thing. So, indoor air quality. So, he wanted to be, like, the leader uh, in that industry. Yeah. So, like, not just air filters, but, like, letting you know what's yeah, the table, in your the environment. Wall, the everything. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if air filters were part of the plan. I don't know. So, objectively a good idea. Objectively a good idea. And the clincher for me was he offered me, an, he said, this project will take 18 months it's fully funded for 18 months. Like the money is in the bank from the brother scientists, um, at, which it was. And he said, um, so I started for him September 1st. He said, in December, I want you to move to London. December 2020. Yeah. With your family. And you can have, um, I think he said, so the salary was pretty decent, pretty decent. And he said, when you move to London, I will also give you a stipend of um, like 2,500 pounds a month for an apartment. He didn't say anything about moving costs, but I was like, this is pretty cool. Like getting paid to move to London. And I know that it's for sure like a year and a half. So I worked. um, Oh, and he also paid for me to use a co-working space in Brooklyn because I was living in Brooklyn at the time in our apartment. Does this guy have a name? Are we allowed to say his name? Do you want to give him an alias for the first part of the story? I'll I'll call him Robert. Okay. That's the name that he uses. And then I found out later that's not his um, legal first name. Um, I knew that the name he used on LinkedIn was different from the name that he was on the wire transfer that he sent me. I didn't think too deep into that. I mean, you know, like, yeah. Okay. You want your last name to be this on LinkedIn, but it's really this like on money paperwork. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't have Like, my dad's first before. name is Curtis, but he's always been Kurt professionally, so that's, like, not super crazy. Mm-hmm. Although these names were not that close. <laughs> okay, so Robert's <laughs> offered you a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, like a dream job, right? Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, I manifested this, yeah. <laughs> like, with my mind yeah, you're like, and my, my belief, this. my crystals. <laughs> and um, it just seemed, like, so amazing. And um, so I work for September. He pays me. He pays for the co-working space. I work for October. He pays me. Pays for the co-working space. Work for November. He pays me. I think. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Yeah. No scamming. Yeah. So yeah, I've made like this. What? I'm doing this dream job in a pandemic, and I'm like um, getting rid of things in my apartment because I'm going to move to London. Katja's experiencing the same success. Yes, but um, she wasn't going to move to London. Okay. But Robert was based in um, Helsinki. That was how she met him, and he was going to move to London. He actually did move to London. 
Did um, you? I think in October. So the plan was for me to do that in December. December. So I started getting rid of stuff in my apartment, like, because I didn't want to pay. Like, when you move overseas, you can get a crate, like, shipped on a boat. Yeah. It's so an expensive I, endeavor. Yeah. So I didn't want to do too, too much of that. Like, the only thing I was kind of attached to was um, my daughter's, like, organic crib mattress. It was sort of an investment. So I was like, man, I would really like to take this because I don't know what the sitch is over there of, of organic crib mattresses. Mm-hmm. But everything else, I wasn't that And you're coming back about. in 18 months. Yeah. So I wasn't, um, I was thinking like, I don't want to like waste space in luggage with like towels or like dishes or like, it's not like they don't have dishes in London, you know? Yeah. And um, so I was getting rid of a bunch of stuff just because. You were going to move. Yeah. And I wasn't going to, I wasn't so attached to anything that I thought I would need, like a storage unit or anything. I was just like, just going to, like my furniture is from Ikea. So it's not like save it for the future Mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's not like heirloom. Um, So I was getting rid of stuff. Then. Okay, two things happened. This is kind of sad. Um, I got pregnant, and then it turned out when I was like five months pregnant that um, the baby had a genetic issue, Shit. and so I lost it at like twenty six weeks, which is pretty far along to have. Yeah, a ba- like I had to go to like the doctor and like them Ugh, like take so it sorry. take it out. So <clears throat> I'm bringing that up because I told Robert this. This was in November, right before Thanksgiving. And I was like, yeah, this happened. And he was like, feel free to take like a couple of days off or whatever. And like, you know, understanding and stuff. <laughs> Which is like, thanks, okay, Rob. thanks, I will. <laughs> Obviously. Um, <laughs> but um, a few days after that, I mean days, like a week, he was like, hey, I'm going to, here's the deal. He, he made us do like a company call and he had like the slideshow. And he's like, here is like, I'm going to let you guys have the first chance to invest. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. This is really embarrassing that I fell for this. But so I, was, I don't think so. Nothing right now would make me believe that you were about to get scammed. But so I'm You've thinking been paid. Right. So I'm thinking I'm going to get paid. This is toward the end of November. So I'm like, my December salary is coming soon. So I was like, like just to show good faith, because he was kind of, he did this like, like a PowerPoint slideshow and it's like this, like this amount will buy you this many shares because you guys are like, founders like company you're getting the first shot at this because you work for the company there's like five of us the scientist this other guy who was kind of like i guess like his little buddy that he mistreated oh. and then caught you and we were like I, I was like you know i've been wanting to learn like how to invest and stuff and i i feel like i want to do this as like um i've never owned stocks and i was like this is like a show of good faith but like i believe in the company that i work for right yeah. that's like a thing people do and um so i was like oh, i guess i'll do that Towards the end of November, literally Thanksgiving, because I was at my parents' house when I remember typing these emails at my parents' house for Thanksgiving. And um, so I sent like slightly less than an entire month worth of salary as an investment. And he, it, like I said, I'll say it again, it was Thanksgiving. And he started being like, hey, you're going to send that? Did you send it yet? And what you know. It's not really business work, worky, worky time in America. So I was like, not, I was like, oh, you're like chill, you know, like. I'm good for it. Sure. I, did. I started yeah. to get a little annoyed, but I still did it. Um, still wired him the money on a thing called TransferWise, which is how he had been paying me. Was that a thing you'd heard of before? Um, I, it, it's legit. It's kind of like an international. I mean, I've never Zell, heard of it, but I'm kind in of, that world. Yeah. Like, so you can. But do it wasn't it. like you were going to a Western Union at the end right. of the street. Right. Right. Like, I yeah. wasn't doing like the Tinder swindler ID. thing yeah. where she got the suitcase of cash to bring him. I haven't watched to, it yet. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So I did the damn thing. Like, I sent the money. Okay. Again, about a month's salary. Like, Well, you said between you and her, you lost over $100,000. 
Yeah, so we you are. You don't have to confirm or deny, but so I'm guessing you put like 60K in. Um, No, no, like one month paycheck. Okay. But, um, so this is what happened. I put about what one month salary in, so like not like a year salary, but like so at the space job, we were already owed like 50K plus. Uh-huh. So I gave about a paycheck worth of investment thinking that I was going to get paid in about eight days, you know? So it... Yeah, so it was going to kind of weirdly even out. Yeah, like it wouldn't be like I was hurting. And um, that's when, of course, once they like have you, that's when it started getting weird. And so I say the thing about losing the baby of like he knew all that Mm -hmm. and still was pressing to like steal my money, basically. December came and I was I think I was normally paid on like the fifth or sixth of the month or something like that. And he hadn't sent... Um, also the money for the co-working space that month, which was like $200 a month. It was like a floating desk thing, you know, like not like a cube of my own. But, um, since they were overseas, I would go in like super early, like seven in the morning and no one was there anyways. So I didn't really need like a private room. And so I, he started being kind of cagey about saying like he was waiting for like, just like it's moments away from securing this next investor. And then. I was like pretty confused because it was supposed to be like already funded. And I was like, hmm, like what happened to like the money, the 18 months of funding? Like it just like I was confused, but also like, you know, like I knew the money was there. So it wasn't I wasn't really following like, but I did. I mean, I almost instantly regretted sending it. Yeah. um, Investing. And um, he never sent like any like paperwork, like stock certificates or anything saying like the value of like what I had. And um, so we were still working. So And he didn't pay me for December. And did you say, hey, where's the money for December? I did. And he kept saying like making it seem like it's going to come in like four days. Like, you know, every time I ask, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it just takes like a few more weeks because of the papers. And like, and I was also asking for the paperwork about the investment. And um, let me see if I, I think I still have his text on WhatsApp. Yeah, look. And this is something the tender swindler did too. He would always call when I would say something like, I want my money back. He would call. Oh, he would call you right away. Yeah. And that's the thing that scammers do because they don't want written. Mm. Um, so that's something to look out for. Oh my God. Okay. This is good. I haven't looked at this in a while. <gasps> oh yeah. Have you prosecuted this guy or are you trying to? So I tried to. He is a Finnish national, I believe, even though he spent his childhood in... Okay, here's me telling him about the baby. So on around Thanksgiving, I said... Uh, uh, Katja and I were doing tons of work. Like, we were like machines. We were doing like branding PowerPoint, which is called a deck. And mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I didn't know the word Same deck when I came to yeah. New York. But yeah, so we had like a power... Uh, a branding deck. We had like... Um, what's it called? When you like profile the ideal customer and like we had... Or like your market t- research, yeah, like everything. We did we did so much work and we're so efficient together. Obviously, we wrote a book super fast. And so around Thanksgiving, I said, "Let's schedule our call for tomorrow." I feel good about what we accomplished today. And then he tried to call me like another day, and we had some kind of call. Oh, okay, here's the, I forgot about this. Hi, Robert. I got my transfer wise for November salary, and I noticed that it's about nine hundred U.S. dollars less than the previous two months. I checked to see if maybe the exchange rate had changed dramatically. It doesn't seem to have. Do you know what might have caused the discrepancy? Hi, Candace. I will take a look by tomorrow. It might be that the exchange course is different and or some employee costs were deducted differently. Oh, he kept saying that I was paying taxes in London. What? I don't live there. I said, thanks. I thought it was definitely worth asking about. He said, of course. I'll let you know when I receive an answer from the accounting department. There's no accounting department. Got it. 
Okay. So, and then I had emailed him and asked, asked for more info about the stocks before I sent the money. He said, Candace, I sent you an email. I hope it was all the info you need. P.S. Did you manage to transfer the share payment already? And I said, no, I didn't see anything about where to send it. Do I send it to you? Because I don't know. Like, do you just be like, hey, person, invest this money in the stock market for me? And I said, also, is there a way to predict how much will be held each month for my, quote, taxes? It's a drastic difference for November. He said, I will get more info on what the actual payout will be. There's some rule about it I didn't quite get yet. Yeah, because he's making it up. Okay, so then I guess I sent the payment. And then this is my really long, like, WTF text. Read it. Hi, Robert. We haven't had a team meeting. Oh, that's another thing. Okay, Katja and I, he wanted to launch the website. We did a bunch of work on Christmas Eve and we're like, hey, like, let's look at look at it. It's ready now, like on Christmas Day. And he didn't like have a call with us. Like if you were like a real legit founder, you'd be like so excited Mm -hmm. that your website was live. Wait, but before you read that, how did he get the brothers? How did he scam everyone just with an idea? Like, how did he get people to sign on to even do this idea? Was this even his idea? I don't know that part. He never actually wanted to make this product you're saying. Yeah, I don't think so. And it makes sense because we would send him like stuff to do. Like, please like fill out this questionnaire so we can get an idea of like what we want to do for like branding Mm -hmm. or like because that would be something like a CEO and founder would be very vested in. Yeah. You know, normally they'd be excited. He would like never. like. But he, this is a high level scam. How right? much did he scam from the brothers? About 700,000 euros. Oh, so he walked with almost $2 million. So he, um, I think probably more like a million. So he apparently had like some kind of debit card coming straight out of that account. And straight from like a bad movie, you could see where he was spending like 5,000 euros and literally in Louis Vuitton. Fendi. Bought a Range Rover, had like an apartment um, in London that's like, I can't remember. He, he was on the phone one time, like we were on a video call and he was talking to a realtor, like either on the phone or like while I'm on video mm-hmm. and Katya too. And he's, we're hearing one side of the, um, he's staying in like a high price Airbnb while I'm talking to the realtor. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he said something like his monthly budget was like 10,000 <laughs> where like he had offered me 2,000. That's obscene that's like fifteen thousand us dollars a month for an apartment that's obscene was she starting to get suspicious too i i don't we were frustrated we like we were like why is he not interested in his business because we are doing amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> things yeah like any real founder would have been thrilled with the amount of output we were doing mm-hmm. and it's just that we're just very efficient together and i would come to the co-working space Really early in the morning, nothing's going on. We just like work for like four hours and get so much stuff done. Because we, we make decisions together well, because it's not like there has to yeah. be a lot of discussion. We're just like, you want Yes. Okay. But was he bringing things to you guys and showing you things that, or was he just saying, yes, yes. He was coming up with ideas that were like so off track of what he said in the beginning. Like he's like, yeah, what if we offer these businesses that were testing their air quality, we offer them that we will write them like 10 articles a month for like a flat rate. And we're like, what? Like that's, you can get that for like no money. Like that's not going to be like a. How far do you think he thought this scam was going to go? I don't know. Okay, wait, read the the text. Okay, so when I get mad, I get, I'm not a lawyer, Mm -hmm. but this is me mad, business mad. Yeah. And I've written many an email like this in my life. Usually it works if it's not a scam. Like usually they will be do right Mm -hmm. by me when I get to this level. Hi, Robert. We haven't had a team meeting or a one-on-one meeting in some time, and there are key points I need to discuss with you. I was pleased to invest in the company recently, and I'm still planning a relocation to London. However, 
I am in much need of transparency from you. I sent my contract with corrections in late November and I didn't get approval from you. We have not discussed how compensation will change, as it was originally going to be a move to London in December 2020 that included a large rent stipend that I am not receiving since I didn't move. Like, he did nothing to set it up, like immigration, visas, anything. It was not an easy time for me to send the money and purchase a thousand shares. A thousand shares of nothing. But you wrote to me with urgency, so I sent the wire transfer on December 9th. It is Christmas. I had to move, because I ended my lease in Brooklyn. I had to move, which was a full month salary, and I have medical expenses related. Where did you move? I moved from Brooklyn to um, Manhattan. Why didn't you move to London? Because he didn't do anything to like... But when that was happening, when you thought you were about... You were going to move to London in December, right? Right, but like he hadn't... Was like, he like hold off on it for a few weeks? No, like he, I was like, well, here's what is wrong about the contract you sent me. So here's the corrections that I want and then... So you had to pick up a new lease in Manhattan? Yeah. You got like a year lease? 18 month lease. <laughs> Even though you still thought you'd be moving to London a week later? Um, I wasn't thinking that it was going to happen, but I wasn't... It's kind of like being, um, I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship like that where the person's like, I just don't know. I'm just so confused about my feelings. Like it kind of felt like that, but with money and business. So you were like, I need to make a move for my family to just live. Yeah. And it was a time when the rents were great because of the pandemic. Were you like, I could Airbnb it or? No, we just, it was, the, the price was fine. Okay. So um, yeah, I'm not doing Airbnb anymore, even though I do miss that, that money flow. So I said, yeah, I still haven't. I sent the wire transfer that you asked for with urgency on December 9th. It is Christmas and I had to move, which was a full month salary. And I have medical expenses related to the loss of the baby on November 17th. I have not received any confirmation, acknowledgement, or information about my shares or the overall valuation of the company. I need to track this with an ample paperwork to guard against securities fraud. I need to demonstrate to my accountant in three weeks that I am the owner of stocks in Terraform and what their value is for tax purposes. I can't show an email as evidence. I need to show the legal proof that the purchase was not made on the basis of false information. On a separate note, I also did not yet receive reimbursement for the November office space rental. Please let me know the points of contact to get this information. I want to connect to the stock people with my accountant directly for all legal queries to be satisfied. If you're taking your Christmas holiday now, please let me know what holiday, what my holiday is so we can align. Like I was still working. I function best if I can understand the big picture. I feel anxiety when I only see one step at a time. I believe that everything will work out for my benefit, but I also don't walk entirely by faith. I need evidence to strengthen the faith. Thank you. Because I think he kept saying like, have faith in the investment. Mm. I need evidence to strengthen the faith. Thanks for your understanding and attention. I know you're doing great things in London. Dear Candace, thank you for your continuous trust and excellent work performance. I was eased. He must have meant pleased. I was eased to see your investment today. Let's talk on Monday. Today I'm all tied up. Um, all the way to late night. We will sort everything out. I am sure. I was like, oh, blah, blah. So then... How many days passed? I think three days later, um, I guess I didn't hear any confirmation from him. I said, I don't wish, the name of the company was Terraform. <clears throat> I said, I don't wish to invest in Terraform anymore. I'd like my contributions sent back. This is nothing like my other investments through ING. My children deserve Christmas. <laughs> he said, hi, Candace, what is going on? What is ING? You know what ING is, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> why would you? <laughs> you sold me stocks and you don't know what ING is? So I sent him a screenshot of like what ING was. I said, it's an account to manage investments. He said, what is, he said, what's going on? And I said, what is going on? 
And he said, I, re I really don't understand what you're saying here. Why don't we have a call when I'm available in about an hour? I said, we were meant to have a call yesterday and today. Please let me know if you change your mind. So I think he kept not showing up. Like Hachi and I would go on the scheduled call. Was she on board with you at this point? Was um, she also not getting paid? She was or? like, she was not getting paid, but she didn't invest. And oh. she's like, dang, I wish you hadn't done that. And I was like, yeah, me too. But initially we were both talking like, yeah, I guess this is a way for us to show good faith like yeah. in the company. But then I think she got, um, something kind of tipped her <laughs> off where she didn't take the step and I took the step. Um, hi, January 3rd. Wait, so did you have a call that day? I think he must have called me out here because I said I answered twice and I didn't hear anything. So he must have called. This is WhatsApp that I'm looking at. Yeah. And um, Did he calm your nerves? Or I mean, obviously you don't remember that call very directly, but that... I think I kept asking for money and he said, okay. And then he sent me like 300 bucks, what? which is like not even close, you know? And I said, um, so this is January 3rd. So the investment and the lack of salary. And I had forgotten that my November salary was yeah. $900 lower than the other two months. Yeah. And he said he wasn't sure why. Um, so January 3rd. So I worked the month of December for no pay. And I, I mean, I worked the month of um, November for no pay because, right, like you, like I got paid in November, but then I worked all of November and didn't get paid in December. December. And then I worked all of all December, December including Christmas, and didn't get paid January 3rd. Hi, Robert. I haven't gotten notice of my December salary. My understanding was salary would be paid on the 30th of each month. Okay. When will my December salary be paid? Also, the site is live. Hi, Candace. There seems to have been a delay. I'm sorry about that. It will be taken care of within the next few days. Please accept my apologies. Even though you still haven't gotten November's money. Yeah. So he said, talk to you soon. Two days later. Me. Any update on the December salary? No answer. One week later. Hi, Robert. I urgently need money. Please return the money I sent for the thousand shares. I understand this means I'm forfeiting my investment in Terraform Global, but I can't afford to invest in the future. I haven't been paid for December, and I sent a significant amount of money for the shares, which is resulting in a huge deficit. Please help. Thanks for your attention in this manner. Matter. Maybe I can invest down the road, but I'm in a terrible position now. I'm so embarrassed, but I'm desperate. I need to pay my credit card on 25 January. Hi, Candace. I have received your message and understand. I will do everything I can to help. Unfortunately, I completely lost last week due to getting sick. Um, but we should manage to get things sorted in time. We'll keep this in mind and let you know. Me. Okay. I literally have $43 left cash in the bank. I hope you're on the mend. I applied yesterday for an emergency box of food from the local government. But for some reason, it takes six days to be delivered. So I won't have it before Thursday. Was this real? <laughs> yeah. I think this is why, because I, when I moved, like, you know, you have to pay like the deposit. It's like, it's like four figures like of, yeah, yeah, of expense yeah. and to, to the moving and stuff. And I was working, I wasn't unemployed. So I hadn't, I don't think I had filed for the pandemic unemployment at that time. He said, I'll see what I can do even today. Me. Thank you. That is a huge relief. Hi, Candace. That's what, he, January 12th. Hi, Candace. I transferred a small amount this morning, $300 US dollars. Working hard to get it sorted this week. Me. Thanks so much. Okay, so then I sent him the screenshot of, I guess it took that long for the wire I sent in December 8th, and it arrived December 21st to their bank account. I said, um, okay, so this is embarrassing. Hi, Robert. I sent Terraform 4322 US dollars in December. I did not know that would I would not be paid for December. Please send me back the $4,322.08. 
as I await my December salary. I cannot afford to invest in Terraform without a paycheck. This is the third time I have expressed this. I did not know that I didn't have a salary coming in for December. It is now January 17th. Had I known I wasn't getting paid December 31st, I would not have invested. I did not know Terraform was out of money. In good faith, I thought everything was fine. I am upset. The financial state and the reason you requested this investment in urgency wasn't disclosed. Thanks for your cooperation in remedying this. You can of course understand how an investment almost equal to my salary and then not receiving my salary has put me in a stressful position. Him, you are getting paid. All the payments are on their way. I will confirm Monday. Ten days later. In between all of this, is he asking you guys to do work? Um, I think at some point he stopped. Like we we had like a weekly call like on the calendar and he stopped showing up. Or saying why. Are the brothers saying anything? Are you talking to them? So what I did at this time, so there's no more, it shows that he called me on January 27th and there's no more messages after that. Oh, you literally, he disappeared. I mean, I know where he is because I follow his girlfriend on um, Instagram. But he disappeared, like you never got closure there. He ghosted, yeah. He ghosted all of you? what happened was, I think, yeah. So, um... Oh my gosh, I just remembered that the brothers had a sister who also gave him like 120,000 euros because they really believe in this guy, yeah. you know? And um, Well, they had the science to back it. They were the last. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not a bad idea if you're not stealing the money to buy a Fendi sweatsuit, yeah. which I took a screenshot of his girlfriend wearing the Fendi sweatsuit because it was, when I looked it up on the website, it was like $3,700 sweatsuit. And I was like, that was my effing investment. <laughs> okay, wait, girlfriend so where, sweatsuit. where does it go from there a the last message um, starts ghosting, i start filed a complaint with um the uk fraud department because they were living in london and um the scientist brothers did not file any complaint and they said what we're gonna do is just consider it a loan so i don't know if they're embarrassed like they're like acting as if this person who's sca- scammed their sister out of six figures and them out of multi six figures is going to have some plan or ability to pay them back. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know if they're embarrassed. I mean, it is embarrassing. It's embarrassing even for me to say that I sent this joke, like whatever I said, yeah, but it, $4,000 and it's painful to remember. Um, but I, he's obviously going to keep doing it. Yeah. Like, um, but did you want to like go on a manhunt after this? Like, how do you just then realize? Kind oh, of like I, I want to make like a documentary because the more that I found out about the other, did, the other things that he's done. When did you realize you had been scammed? When he stopped? Responding? I think when I didn't get paid. Um, when I thought I was gonna get, I thought I was gonna get paid about like let's say fifteen days after I sent that investment. Uh-huh. Didn't get paid. I never got any paperwork or like certification of uh-huh. investment or. Any record or anything, any valuation. You know, if you actually invest in stocks, you would be able to look up like, oh, this quarter, the value changed this way. Or, you know. Yeah. There but was- you never messaged him and said, like, you fucking scammed me. Like, you never, like, popped off at him. No. Um, and I was also sending similarly worded emails because I am a big believer in having, like, the trail mm-hmm. of, like, saying, like, we need this to establish that it's not securities fraud mm-hmm. and we need, like... Like, I'm not dumb. Yeah, yeah, You just, yeah, like, what... kind of caught me slipping, you know, like, because you lied. Yeah. It's not like, <laughs> you know, I thought I was, not like I thought I was buying magic beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was, didn't think I was going to become a millionaire off of it, but I also thought it was a real stock. But you never sent, like, a final, like, fuck you. 
No, I haven't. But I do want one day. Um, Everyone just kind of let it go. The brothers let it go. Yeah. And I, someone told me that. All of you just stopped hearing from him. That's like my disconnect right now is I'm just no, like. The, the was... crazy thing is like he still would reach out to the brothers and they were giving him like some kind of allowance or something. Like I don't understand at all. And how did Katya and things with him? I think, I honestly think he, so she was hired under um, like Finnish laws. So there was like more, it was harder for him to not pay her. So I think he might've used my investment to pay her salary. Um, for that but then I think before we were working for she hadn't got paid like a couple times maybe it was when she was working for him um like freelance like he just wouldn't pay the invoices and like kind of like this like oh it's coming like sorry I forgot or I had a bad day or something but like you know he was never like you're never getting your money so it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hard to know like it's not like you Katja actually told me recently that I don't know where she got this um line but she said the reason people are good at scams is because they give you what you want, like at first. Like, if you, you really should watch The Tender Swindler. But in the beginning, he's like an amazing boyfriend for like six weeks. Mm. Like, he's taking him on jets. Yeah. He's sending him roses. He's like, hey, baby, like, pick out a luxury apartment for us to live in together and make babies. And it's like everything, like, kind of like a fairy tale, um, what you would want. Like, and then they rip it all away. And then, yeah. So that, but you're still. Um, I mean, this happens like with not money too, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like when you get in a relationship with someone and it's amazing and then it's not amazing, but you're like, well, yeah, you, it could be amazing again. So I'm totally. just going to like stay in this longer than it should. You're hanging on. Stay at the, the party too long. Yeah. Like, cause it might what turn it back up. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting like glimpses. And it's hard. Like I he was giving you glimpses. He gave you the 300. And he was <laughs> always very cordial. Yeah. The 300 was like such a joke. Like I think he truly felt a little bit of some kind of guilt that I was in such a hard position. And um, yeah, so there's not, I don't, I don't know how to get to him because I filed the complaint with the UK fraud department, including his phone number, his address in London, his office address in London. But you his, don't know if any of those things are real, do you? I do know those things are real. Yeah. Okay. I know where he lived. And then you found his girlfriend and how? I actually knew the girlfriend from the space company. We had kind of hired her contractually to be, she was kind of like a zany. Completely randomly. This happened to be his girlfriend. It wasn't his girlfriend when when we met her with the space company. But then she connected Katya with her boyfriend to be like, hey, he's looking for this. So she's. I don't know if she's in on it or not. I really don't. She has to be in on it. How could she not wonder how this lifestyle is possible? Like she's living in that expensive apartment. She's wearing no, the Fendi what if sweatsuit. She's the, the puppet master of all this she's setting him up with suspiciously she has a podcast in finnish about um it's called like queen talk or something like that and it's about leveling up and like manifesting a wealthy partner <laughs> i don't speak finnish but i'm like this is very interesting like <laughs> side so, note did, since you guys have a relationship with her Katya did 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 anyone dm her and say like hey this happened what the hell um Katya did say something like that and you know and we're we're very tactful obviously you can tell from my whatsapp messages uh -huh. um because it's not I guess kind of like the same scanner mentality like if I just curse him out on an emotional reaction then I'm not gonna get what I want totally so I have to give the impression like that I'm trusting and admiring you to and you do the right thing and you're amazing um boss and um 
Yeah, I guess that's just like... I'm just like a little baffled on how it's just ended with nothing. Yeah, like... Like no one's tried to... Because I think it would have to be kind of the brothers to file um, whatever fraud thing. And it might be... I think I, I understand that he is banned from doing business in Finland already from a previous scam, which kind of came out later. So I think basically he had had two other aliases and he had done some scam in Estonia... Is he Googleable? Like, when was there any authentic background for him that when you were getting involved in the company, you could look up about him? Um, yes and no. So, like, when I Googled the name that was on the wire transfer, like, this podcast came up, like, an older podcast of an interview of him, and it said, like, that he had he, something like he had lost $10 million and um started over again. But, like, in hindsight, like, that was probably part of... A scam. Yeah, he probably just took the $10 million and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. spent yeah and um and then i don't know the ins and outs of the estonia um scam but just he he hasn't made like a fake online presence for himself that makes him look like he's like gatsby or something like he's like some amazing guy uh, not not like his girlfriend's profile is definitely that vibe but is she public yeah yeah can you say her name or no or her handle Uh, what's your hesitation i'm just curious my hesitation is because i like she isn't the one that scammed me got it but I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like if my spouse did a crime, that that would be unfair if people, I mean, it probably would happen that people would have anger towards you, okay, me. Okay, let me ask you this. Why don't you feel the need to tell, to say to her, hey, listen, just so you know, this was my situation. This is what happened. I literally, like woman to woman, I lost a baby in the middle of all this and he continued to yeah. scam me. Well, number one, they, they don't like children. <laughs> And so that wouldn't work. Number two, she is all the time preaching. Okay, so we did say this is what happened. And she said something like, oh, well, I don't like know anything about his like business dealings or whatever like that. Oh, something like that. Okay. And um, so then Katya was like, wow, that's a relief like, <laughs> to, to know that. And um, So she kind of just doesn't care. She's turning a blind eye at all. Yeah, she's kind of like probably. I get my Fendi sweatsuit. At, at, the, at the least, she's like, don't ask, don't tell, you know? Yeah. I mean, it is possible she's an evil genius, but it's it just sort of looks like she's just along for the ride and like it's not hurting me. Like it's benefiting me to be does on this crazy ride. So, But he doesn't hide. Does he hide in plain sight? Like does she post pictures of him? Yeah. Oh, so he's out, he's out there. As a he's not hiding. Being. He's just not answering to people that he owes money to. Does he have he's not Instagram? hiding, hiding. He's as far as the reason I want to get his name out, um, I don't want people investing with him. I know. So can you give any... Is there a okay, name? Okay, so his name that is not his legal name that he uses is Robert John. That is so generic. Right. So, right? So hard okay. to research this person. Mm-hmm. Um, does he have an Instagram? <laughs> I know you won't give the girlfriends, but does he have a legit Instagram that maybe he's tagged in the girlfriend's photos for? Um, I don't think he's tagged on her page, but let me see if it's still... The reason I laughed is because his Instagram is something like Human Spaceman. Oh, it's still there. And um, as a joke, we started calling him Human Scam Man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Human Spaceman with like an underscore at the end. Well, the other reason I want you to tell this stuff is but he doesn't what have- if someone listening to all this, uh, you know, wants well, to Well, my biggest to fear is... Um, one time when he was getting investors, he said, hey, will you like make a video of yourself like talking about the company and mm-hmm. like how great it is? So I was like, OK, like I didn't put like I wasn't like editing it and like yeah. 
setting up lights or anything, but I was just like with my phone. I just said like, this is what it is. Like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And like, God forbid he show that to someone and they'd be like, yeah, I'm going to put like $2 million in that. You know, I don't want to be associated. Is it again? Yeah. Like, to you? Well, but that's what I'm saying. So we, you got to stop on this. Right. Track. So I hope that if anyone would Google Terraform or Terra, what's it, what was it called? Terraform Global or um, Robert John or. What was the name on the wire transfer? Mm, I don't know. Do you think I should say? I just don't know why you're protecting I mean, him in any way. Well, I don't want to, like, what could happen? Well, let me look. But, like, what's your worst case scenario? Because it's, it's like a Finnish name, so I don't, let me look it up. Because isn't your worst case he shows a video of you promote, you know, to continue Right, he, he can't really say that he did not owe me money or not sell me pretend imaginary stocks. Yeah, that's why I'm just curious. What, what are you afraid of at this point? Okay, let's see here. What is his name? Let me see if I can spell it in my email the way I think it is. Okay, found it. Oh, I kept sending him invoices as recently as March 2021. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Hi, Robert. I looked into how to get my back taxes paid to the UK government as a non-resident, and I was actually told I didn't need to pay them in the first place. So I added them to this invoice for convenience and did not take the taxes out of the additional salary owed. Thanks so much for the opportunity to be part of Terraform. Let me know if there's anything more you require of me to tie up loose ends. Best of luck in your future endeavors. And I sent him an invoice for... But, like, even that's so nice after not talking to him for... Yeah, I sent him an invoice for $21,156.08 minus $300 that he gave me. I'm going to give him credit. Very sweet of you. And um, so the grand total still owed is $20,856.08. And that is um, the $2,700 U.S. he took out as U.K. taxes, $250 for November office space, January salary... Um, so you paid for the office space of that time? That time, yeah, because he was, he was reimbursing me. Oh, fuck. So two months of salary, that was $6,942 each of the two months. And then the stock investment, which was $4,322.08. So grand total owed $20,856.08. Um, it's been almost a year since I sent this invoice. Way, way, way. Oh, and then I resent it like 10 days later because he didn't respond. Oh my gosh, I sent an email to the brothers and I said, hey guys, um, I won't say their name because I do think they're embarrassed. I said, hey brothers. Yeah, hey bros. Um, Robert owes me two months salary and I also purchased a thousand shares. I did not receive any paperwork. I said, um, I've reported the sale of the fake shares to UK government and I would like to ask that you have your you and your sister do the same so we can build a stronger case because UK fraud was like, hey, like we don't really think like it's a case. Uh -huh. Like I, I feel like it's not big enough. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. thought maybe I was just a vindictive person, even though I had a lot of receipts. Uh -huh. I said, here's the link to report the fraud. Um, I used the Terraform company banking number, registered street address, which is 10 John Street in London. Uh, personal address, which is, I don't know, should I say this stuff? Yeah, I don't know why, what you're holding back. <laughs> which is 18 Maddox Street in London. Um, I'm sure that that's just some old woman's house. Like, it, like I, he's probably... Yeah, I mean, they don't own it. And then he has a LinkedIn, which is Robert John Spaceman in the URL. And then he has Instagram, which is human spaceman underscore. And then his name. Uh, okay, so his legal name is Robert Johan... Janetsko, which is J-A-N-E-T-Z-K-O. Um, really rolls off the tongue. Yeah, so it's hard. I don't know yeah. how to say it, but it looks like all those consonants would be pronounced like that. 
And that even his birthday is January 19th, 1980. Like, I have proof of who this person... Like, this is the stuff that I gave yeah. to the brothers that I had given to the... Did they reply? Um, no, they didn't reply. And then after I sent this, I learned that they had been um, giving him a stipend still after everything. Wow. Probably not now. <sighs> so... I feel like now you should follow up with them. Because it's been a year, and I bet they're not stipending him anymore. My husband just texted me. I'm going to text him. Like, I'm the spilling the you? beans. <laughs> I do. I want to give you a chance in this interview to kind of redeem yourself and tell me why yeah. people should trust you as a businesswoman. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, don't get scammed. Don't. Are do you? That. Do you have money again? Um. Yes. I'm doing better. I'm doing better. I'm doing okay. good. I've actually um since this year. I mean, I I really did. I got on food stamps. I got um. I applied for the pandemic um unemployment. I got pandemic unemployment, which is, it's over. That ended. Um, But I applied for the rental thing, which I didn't get. Um, Wait, so is this like ironic? No. So this. The big rich money? Okay. So now I have like, um, I'm working all the time. I have tons of clients. And big rich money also exists in Finnish, the Mm -hmm. the book and an e-course. And it's like crazy explosive growth over there like I feel like I haven't seen that growth with we have an e-course and a Mm -hmm. book and the reason we wrote the book was because we wanted really I feel like a little twinge of not political correctness but we wrote it for basically female non-binary caregivers like or people who for whatever reason can't work a traditional schedule like a nine to five this is for the people who have an established business and they want to know how to make it more profitable in in a way that fits into their world. Like I wrote this whole book with my daughter who was then two, like running around, like we were trapped in the lockdown house, (laughs) you know? So I was really, besides this personal, like, ugh, of being victimized. I don't know what the word is being scammed. Yeah. But a job, which shouldn't be something you should have to watch out for. But, um, you know, I thought I was good because it's not a pyramid scheme, clearly, but it was still a scheme. I mean, it probably was a pyramid scheme, but just not my job was. <laughs> you know, I wasn't told to recruit like yeah, new yeah, workers yeah. to get my salary or anything. Um, so, I, but I have um, friends who were caregivers to kids or parents or even um, who they themselves were immunocompromised. So the pandemic really affected their ability to earn. Mm-hmm. And this is truly the same advice that um, if you hired me to do like marketing and business strategy, this is what you would be getting by paying like my full salary. So this is like the story of, cause yeah, being on food stamps, begging the scammer. Yeah. Doesn't feel like a big rich money situation. Wasn't. So the reason we called it big rich money is I would say I probably became obsessed with the idea of money mindset. So I started reading a lot of those kind of books, like not, not the secret, but kind of like in that family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been quite an evolution for me. But one thing that stuck was to create anchors. Like if, okay, you're not rich yet, but you're like, when I'm rich, I want to have a Mercedes. So you get a Mercedes keychain, you know, you like baby step into mm-hmm. it. And so when, Katja and I started writing the book. We actually started in December. Um, so think in the timeline of those miffed. December 2020? Yes. So we wrote the book in about six weeks and we started, kept everything. We're, we're in two different countries in time of COVID. So we 
created a, a Google folder and we named as kind of as a joke and an anchor, we named the folder Big Rich Money. But and it just made us feel so like, you know, like, you know, like dorky um, inside office joke, you know, <laughs> like um, it made us feel so good. And um, the cover has a picture of a gold balloon dog. And that's because um, that was my first attempt at a business when I was like seven or eight years old. I thought I would make a bunch of balloon dogs like in advance, mm-hmm. put them in a wagon and try to sell them door to door for like a quarter. I sold zero. But there is an artist called Jeff Koontz who makes giant, enormous metal balloon dogs. Yeah. And he is so rich. the highest paid living artist. I think he sold a piece for um, Confirm like on Google, but I think it was something like 92 million. If it's not 92, it's like 52. Uh-huh. But that's still a crazy amount of money for a large balloon dog. So he's the highest paid living artist. So the point of that is to say that ideas are ideas are not what's going to make you money or not make you money. It's the execution of that idea. Financially, you're in a better position than you were 2020. Oh my gosh, amazing. You're off the food stamps. I, I am. I actually just got a letter um, this month that they were going to be stopping because I make too much money now. All right, I'm going to ask you the final question that I ask every single person. What is your go-to favorite restaurant in New York that you'd recommend to someone coming? Oh, wow. Um, I really like to eat. That's really hard. So if someone was coming to New York, where would I take them? To be honest. A gem. Well, okay. So this is kind of new on the scene. That's fine. So there's this thing called Manhattan West that just opened. Um, kind of. Um, so the, the Penn Station train station was rebranded as Moynihan Train Station. I didn't know that. It's just still terrible. It's really beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful building that they've just... Oh, the, yeah. Well, the new part of it's beautiful. Yeah. So on the, across 9th Avenue, uh, like if you went out the 9th like Avenue... 9th and 34th? Yeah. If you went out the 9th Avenue door of the Moynihan train mm-hmm. station, there's this magical place there called Manhattan West. And they have this giant fake sculptures of huge lemons mm-hmm. made by the same people that made like the Minion ride yes, at, at Universal Studios. That's called Citrovia. So go through Citrovia. It's a sort of like a elf mm-hmm. journey. You go through the magical land of giant lemons. Behind that is an experimental fancy food court called Citizens. Okay. That is like it's like the fanciest. So Manhattan West is the building. Yeah, that's what they call but that little Citizens area. Citizens is the food court. Yeah. So I actually ate my dinner from there tonight. And it's really good. It's just got so much different stuff. It has this like sushi place called Crispy Rice. It's like a food hall. Yeah. Oh, sick. But like, it's dope. It's dope. Okay, I just went in know. there for the first time like a, Citizens. maybe like a week ago. Before we end, I wanted to give you an update on the scammer. Um, since I interviewed Candace, she was able to find out that a few years ago, he ran a scam in Estonia under the name Jari Janatsko, spelled J-A-R-I space J-A-N-E-T-Z-K-O. Uh, so she just wanted everyone to know that because if you happen to be doing business with that name it could very well be a scam if you enjoyed today's episode please rate and follow the podcast wherever it is you listen to it so that we can bring you more unexpected stories by ordinary people and if you don't like the episode forget what i just said and just please don't tell anyone